Coming up, I open my old comic book bag and see what comics I read as a little kid. Check it out next on Nerdcasting. Hey guys, Joe from Nerdcaster here, and it's just me this week, and I decided that I'm going to open up my comic book collection my, from when I was a kid and go through and see what I had. I have not opened this comic book uh, bag that I have here since being a little kid, so I have no idea what's inside this. So we're going to go through it together. And if you heard the last episode, you'll know that this was an idea that the Geekery Radio Hour gave me, Kaylin, the co-host of that in particular. So I decided to do what she said and take you guys on a trip through my childhood and see what we got in here. So without further ado, first up, we have Wolverine. I'm guessing all these comics are going to be from the 90s. And then this one says early September and came out in 1992. Um, I don't remember anything about this comic. I probably don't remember anything about most of them, but seeing some of the ads in here were pretty fun. So something for Tasmania. I don't know if anybody remembers that show, but this is the video game. And then, you know, looking back at some of the artwork, there's some some old school uh, stuff here. Like we got Spidey and and some washed out uh, art. And this particular um, Wolverine volume um, is Shiva versus Sabretooth. I don't know anything about it. Uh, it's apparently, um, I don't know. What else do we got in here? The Amazing Spider-Man from June. Number 363. Again, this one came out in 1992 as well. And on the cover, we've got Spider-Man, Venom, and, and Carnage's uh, masks. And it says, still so awesome, we had to put the name on the cover twice. And their wall-crawling pal. Mm, whatever. I was not a Spider-Man fan. Like, um, never could keep them straight. There was the spectacular Spider-Man, the, the amazing Spider-Man, and, and whatever else. And again... In this comic, they got the more washed out look. Um, it actually looks a lot less faded than the Wolverine one. Um, I mean, some of the cool things in here, you could win prizes by calling some phone number. Some more ads. Uh, it's crazy. But Spider-Man. Next up, we have one that I do actually remember buying and one that I read quite a lot. And that is Tales from the Crypts, The Vault of Horror. This one is number one of September, and this came out in 1991. I believe I bought this somewhere around the same time I got the Double Dragon um, comic. And again, this one is really washed out and faded on the inside. Um, this is a horror comic. Um, I was definitely into horror. My mother got me into horror. We used to watch Tales from the Crypt all the time. And from that, uh, when I saw that they had comic books, I got them. Um, and funny enough, these were on sale at the little bodega down the street from, from our apartment when I was a kid. That was probably my first comic store. And they only used to have like five or six uh, comics in at a time. There was not like a, a whole big selection. So I went with what I had to work with. And not all the time could you get the the issues in order or they would even have the next issue of what you were reading. It could be a completely six different comics that they got in the, the next month or the next week and they just went through them next up we have the new titans with brother blood on the cover and it looks like all the titans are are dying and 
It looks like this is the rendition of the Titans that I remember the most. I see uh, Raven on the cover, Starfire, Robin, Kid Flash. It looks like Cyborg, maybe. And this one is really, really washed out. And this is from, oh, wow, it's really hard to even read the date on this guy. Let's see, is it on the front? August, it's Teen Titans number 22 from August of, let's see if we can go through this and, and find out. Like, look how faded this is. And for those of you listening, I'm doing my best to um, describe what I'm seeing here. But if you really want to get a good look at what these look like and how faded and, and worn they are, definitely uh, check it. Check us out on the YouTube channel, uh, uh, the Nerdcaster YouTube channel, www.youtube.com, uh, and then just search for, for Nerdcaster. Um, according to this, I'm trying to look at the date in here on, on one of the ads or something. I'm not coming up anything yet. But even the pages in, in this comic feel feel really brittle, like they're going to rip any second. I wonder if this one is older and one maybe I inherited from, from somebody. Let's see. Does the back have a date on it? There's an ad for Willy Wonka. And no, no date there. Oh, here we go. There's a bunch of ads. There's even an ad for a self-defense class in here. And write right now so you can be uh, some sort of writer. But I'm not seeing any dates. Uh, most of these are out of New York. So, yeah, not sure when this came out. I will try to look one more time here. Mm, August 1982. So this is definitely one of the oldest comics I have. Not sure where it came from. Next up, we have Marvel Holiday Special number one. Um, with Captain America, Thor, Ghost Rider, Colossus, The Punisher, um, Spider-Man, and Storm on the cover. But if you open the cover and, and hold it to the back cover, you can see that there's, there's more characters on the back cover as well. And I'll try to scan this all the way across there for you. Hopefully I did a decent job because I can't see what I'm doing. And this was by Scott Lobdell, uh, David Cockrum as the artist, Joe Rubenstein, the inker. And this came out in 1991, uh, Marvel Holiday Special. No idea what this is about, but I do remember flipping through this, um, just looking at it. And there is a, a, a Santa Claus is in here and you got the Fantastic Four dressed up in, in festive wear. No idea. I, I, as an adult, I probably wouldn't even buy this uh comic uh, again like i don't know i'm not a big fan of the holiday specials or annuals i'll read you know the nightwing one or, or the batman ones but not not my thing next up we have the flash number 50 big 50th issue the flash is dead long live the flash by mester mess messner lobes the rock and marzen hopefully i'm not getting these people's names too bad and um, as you can see, that's the cover with the flash on it. And he looks like he's going to die. And this was from 1991. So a lot of my comics uh, apparently are from nine, the early 90s, 91, 92. Up again, another Spider-Man comic, The Amazing Spider-Man, number 356 from late December 1991. And on the cover, we got Moon Knight. It looks like, I don't know, is that Deathstroke? I have no idea who that guy is over there. The Punisher, Nova, and, of course, Spider-Man. Um, don't remember anything about this. Let's see if the artwork... Yeah, it's still a little washed out, but definitely better than some of the other ones that that we've already looked at. Um, it looks like classic Spider-Man. And, yeah, just looking at some of the ads in these are pretty crazy. Oh, my God. 
for those video game guys out there. You remember the Game Genie? That's crazy. I had for a Game Genie in this thing. I had like two of those. That thing was amazing. Uh, amazing Spider-Man. It looks like there's an advertisement for a hook on the back of it. Next up, another Wolverine comic. The Marvel Comics presents Wolverine. Number 89 with Wolverine in the rain on the front. Uh, this one looks uh, more washed out than some of the other ones. It starts off pretty crazy. Some woman with a gun. Again, don't remember any of the storylines in any of these, but that's Wolverine. And on the back, we got uh, we got Beast and whatever, some kind of weird-looking thing. Huh. No idea. I was a Wolverine fan for a while as a kid. And look at this. We got another Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, number 128. And this comic was 75 cents back in 1987. And it has the classic Spider-Man in the symbiote um, costume on the front, which was my favorite Spider-Man costume. This one is a little more faded than, than, than others. I, I don't know if that's an 80s look or if it's just time has gotten to, to some of these comics. Um, Wow, look at this. They got little, little, they got advertisements for little paper ninja stars or something. Looks like fidget spinners nowadays. Huh. M&M's, Spider Hunt. Looks like Black Cat is in here. Huh. Not bad, not bad. Let's see. Up next, Daredevil, the man without fear. Number 297. And this came out in 1991 as well. We got Stan Lee presents Daredevil inside here. And there's an ad for Bill and Ted's excellent adventure video game for the Game Boy. And on the back, we have some old school X-Men figurines. That's pretty cool because I think I had some of those. I definitely know I had that Wolverine. Uh, and on the cover, we have um, Elektra, it looks like, which is pretty cool. She was one of my more favorite characters from, from Daredevil. But that's all I remember. Next up is a Green Lantern comic. Don't know why I have it. I was never a fan of Green Lantern in any incarnation. Um, I'm not a big fan of a lot of things in space. Star Wars, obviously, is not included in that. And in here is an ad for Erie, Indiana. I remember that show. I used to watch that and Goosebumps. And this came out in 91 as well. Uh, looks a little more faded than some of the other ones, like some of the 80 ones. And I used to love these ads. Does anybody remember like the classified look of ads in comics? Like, these were, were great. I wish they that he would still do some things like this, like TV superhero cartoons, learn to write comic books, discount comics. Huh. And there's even an ad for Impact Comics in here as well. I don't know if anybody remembers that, but I remember seeing those ads a lot. Next up, The Punisher, Crackdown, number 61 from March of 1992. And that's the cover. There's like three guys on the front. And they're all wielding guns. Um, I don't. I don't remember reading Punisher any time, at any point. Uh, but I don't know. Probably interesting. And on the back, we got a Terminator Two Judgment Day on NES and Game Boy Advance ad. I mean, the governor never looked that good. Another Flash comic, The Fastest Man Alive, Flash. Um, I do actually remember getting this one from that same bodega. I don't know why I remember it, but I remember picking this one up. And in here, we have the Flash looking and doing things the Flash does. And this one came out in 19... 
I don't know. Oh, 91. This was came out in 91. And yeah, wow. We got Conquering This Game Will Take You Centuries. What was it called? Destiny of an Emperor? I don't know. Never played that game, but that's pretty interesting. It was a Capcom game for the NES. And it looks like Dibney is in this comic with the Flash here. Huh, Elastic Man. Didn't even know him until the CW's Flash, and now I noticed I have a comic with him in it. We got another X-Men comic, and I don't know what it is, but it looks like the X-Men like to put people in the rain um, on the covers. I don't know if this is part of the same series, but this is from July 1992. Features Storm on the cover um, in the rain like we had the one with uh, Wolverine earlier. Again, oh, check this out. Probably picked this up because of ads like that with scantily clad women on them. I mean, that's a good way to sell comics, I guess, and it even worked back then. And on the back, we have an ad for Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Funny. Uh, I kind of miss Rick Moranis. Hopefully, we'll get to see him in the new uh, Ghostbusters movie when it comes out, but I highly doubt it. Next up is another Uncanny X-Men, Death in the Depths, featuring Colossus on the front. And it looks like he's ready to pound the hell out of some other dude. And on the back, we get an ad for Metroid for the Game Boy. And let's see. This came out in 1992. And again by Scott Lobdale and Tyler, I don't know, Tom DeFalco was the editor-in-chief. Joe Rubenstein did some stuff on this. Not that I know any of those names. I'm, I'm not good with writers or, or anchors or editors or, or, or illustrators or anything. Next up, yet again, another Marvel Superheroes Fall Special 80-page blockbuster book. Chances are I picked up the longer comics like this. Um, because I felt like I was getting more for my buck. And as you can see, uh, you know, there's Guardian Angels in here and uh, there's Storm, whatever. It's the X-Men. And again, another Bill and Ted adver advertisement in, in the front cover. And this was from October 91. Uh, pretty sure I got this when the X-Men animated series came out. Because that Sentinel looks very close to the Sentinel from the... The, the show and I used to love that show until I got thoroughly confused because it was taking them forever to, to make make more episodes and then things were repeating I don't know they had some problems with later seasons too and um, but that's good that's all the ones I have in my comic case but I did while I was looking for this come across an envelope now do I do know what was in this envelope but there's more comics in it, and I believe I, again, talked about this on the Geekery Radio Hour with Kaylin and Doug. Check their podcast out. That's the Geekery Radio Hour, and that can be found on Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you, you listen to your podcasts. And also, while I'm on comics, it would be crazy not to mention my favorite comic store, The Geekery, who, again, the co-owner is also co-host of the Geekery Radio Hour, Doug and, and his co-host, Kaylin. Check their comic book store out over at 133 A Main Street, Matawan, New Jersey, if you're in the New Jersey or Monmouth County area. Um, support your local comic shops. And if you can't support your, if you, you know, there's something you're looking for from SourcePoint Press and you can't support your local comic shops, you can definitely add in your local comic shop information in the comments at checkout and they will get a kickback. And if you are looking for something from SourcePoint, I highly recommend picking up the Jason Douglas book, Parallel. Really good read. I've read this about two or three times now. And um, we've had Jason Douglas on the show. 
So go back and check out his episode if you want to hear more about this book, but I highly recommend it. It's probably one of my favorite um, graphic single single um, issue uh, trade paperbacks out right now. And that being said, let's continue to see what's in my envelope, which I got to reach behind the computer here to get. And of course, they are the new Superman comics like I talked about. Um, with Caitlin and Doug. And I was pretty sure I did have these still. I did not know where they were. I did find them while I was looking for that blue case with all the other comics in it. And these are literally the new Superman after the death of Superman. So we got the one with Superboy here, and it literally just has his emblem on the cover and says the Metropolis Kid is back. And if you open the front cover, you'll notice that the, the, the Superman symbol is actually the back of his jacket. Next up, we have... The Reign of Superman, The Man of Tomorrow is back. And again, it is blue cover this time instead of black with the Superman logo on it. And if you open it up, it'll be the emblem on one of the new Superman chests. In fact, you know what? I will open this right now. And it says I paid $3 for this. I'm pretty sure I didn't. I'm pretty sure I just put this in that. So yeah, it had, it was like that. And then obviously if you close it, you'll see the front. Pretty nifty idea. I was not one for Superman until this run because honestly, I did not like Superman and the fact that he perished, I was like, great, maybe we'll get something decent out of his ashes. And we did not. I did not care for any of these. Again, I have all of them. Here's the red cover with the Man of Steel is back. And that's obviously Steel. And I think they use this as a basis for a bad Shaquille O'Neal movie. Don't quote me on that, but that's what it reminded me of it. And next up, we have Superman back for good, and it said I paid 75 cents for this. That blue marking on there is actually on the plastic sleeve. What I like about this one is the front is more holographic and metallic, and I don't know. I kind of like the cover to this one, and it looks like good old Supes is already back from the dead. And next up, we have, what's this here? I don't know. This one's not in a case or anything. And this is from 1991, number 42, Superman in Action Comics. No idea, but it's not um, in any protected cover like the rest of these. And what is this one? It is the last and final one with the new Superman with the green cover. And obviously the Superman symbol in there. And on the bottom it says, the last son of Krypton is back. So I have all of those. And of course that collection wouldn't be complete without number 1993, with from 1993, number 31. And this, I believe, is the issue where Superman, again, comes back from the dead. On the reverse side of that one, I have the Funeral for a Friend Superman uh, comic, which has the end on it. I believe those came in, respectively, white and black bags. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. I don't remember what the comic was in there. And also, while I was going through this, I found this comic as well from 1963. Is probably, this is the oldest comic in my collection, and it says Marvel Milestone Edition, the strangest superheroes of all. The X-Men don't miss this fabulous first issue. In the sensational Fantastic Four style, X-Men versus Magneto, Earth's most powerful supervillain, a reprinting of X-Men number 1 in 1963. But it's funny because when you open up the front cover, it says it was reprinted in Canada 91. So obviously not the 1963 version and... It's just a reprinting, so I don't know. That's probably definitely ain't worth 
crap. Not that I collect comics to be for any value. Um, I just didn't enjoy reading them. And as a kid, I didn't know what I was doing and only picked things with cool covers. And again, other than the Superman series, um, none of my comics looked like they were in the same series or storyline as each other. So I got one-offs and never finished anything. Typical me. Plus, uh, back then, there was no real places to go get comics in uh, my area other than the little bodega. So you were shit out of luck unless you knew where to order them or you, you had a place you can go. And around here, the closest place for me was about 12 miles away. And at, I don't know, in 91, I was like nine years old. There was no way I'm driving to or, or asking my parents for a ride to Red Bank 12 miles away on a weekly basis to get a new comic. That's just not something uh, we did as kids. But I want to thank everybody for um, checking this episode out and going through with me with uh, on all my comic books here that I had as a kid. It was really nice to see some of them. Probably out of all of them, my favorite was the Tales from the Crypt one. Uh, let me know what you guys think of this collection, if there's any in here you remember or any of these series that you liked. And let me know what you guys got. And if you remember any of them and you have any comics for them, I'd love to hear what you thought about any of that stuff. Um, other than that, definitely check out the geekery, uh, check out our friends on the gaming dads Academy podcast, the geekery radio hour, and, uh, obviously the parallel stuff, um, from source point press and, uh, give us a like and check us out on YouTube, Facebook at the geeker oh, at the geekery. That's theirs. Um, the geekery NJ, uh, but you can find nerdcaster at nerdcaster on Facebook and Instagram and at nerd underscore caster on Twitter. Check out our YouTube channel. I've said that a million times now. Sorry for repeating myself. And definitely um, check out our website at www.nerdcaster.com to see uh, some articles that, that we have written on video games, comic books, and more. And that being said, Nerdcaster out. Nerdcaster out.